And Zoe, take it away. So as I said, thank you so much for, for listening, for, for putting us through here. Um, my story is actually very different from Greg's. My story started 15 years ago when I was on my honeymoon with my husband, and we found a dying dog, well, emaciated street dog. And we did this insane thing, and we canceled our honeymoon to rescue this dog. And you'll see on the back page of what's in front of you the way he looked that day in La Conca del Sogno. And suffice to say, he's rescued us back and, and he became our honeymoon baby, but we couldn't understand over the years why he wouldn't eat pet food. He would rather run away to a restaurant or go through the bin than actually eat the increasingly expensive or natural food we tried to entice him with. And one caveat in our story is that my godfather had won the Nobel Prize for medicine in 1982, actually for aspirin, but one of his theories was there was no such thing as an allergy. There was no such thing as you know, a, a, a food intolerance, that these tests were bullshit. And that respectively, that if you trace from the invention of penicillin, non-commutable diseases, you will see a hockey stick, and I'm talking humans, not dogs here, um, in auto, what's called non-commutable diseases. So that's autoimmune diseases such as diabetes, ultimately cancer. Now, look at dogs. The average age of a dog has fallen from 18 to 11 years. There's been a 900% increase in diabetes. And that magical street dog was avoiding the food that had contributed towards that. So, and I think it's a bit like the day Kennedy got shot. Where were you when you found out what was really in pet food? Um, we were just blown away by this expert we met by accident in Germany. And, and I was like, my God. I mean, is there a way to make Rockster love eating, keep him alive potentially longer using the theories of my godfather and taking some of the sources of the triggers of the dysbiosis and the microbiome out of his diet? And he went, in 40 years, no one's ever asked me to do that. And by the way, it costs, what if you took cost off the table? And the other caveat is I am the world's worst cook. I hate cooking. My children thank God every day for Deliveroo, and you don't want me to cook, let alone my dog doesn't even want me to cook. So, so I need this made for me. I need it done by experts. So the resulting food not only um, invented actually in Germany a new way, and this was many years ago, um, of cooking it from raw anaerobically in the can to maintain nutrient levels as if they were fresh. Um, and using, very, using nature and harnessing science using natural foods in bio form, which can only really be found in Germany, Austria, and Switzerland, completely free from antibiotics, growth hormones, steroids, and obviously, and using food as medicine, effectively. So Rockster started eating like he'd never eaten before. Um, other dogs who tried it started eating like they'd never eaten before, culminating in a dog actually having kidney failure reversing, just with the food. And it led to a, a series of an accidental entrepreneur, in a way, um, us deciding to make the food available, leading it to be in Europe, actually classified by the chair of the German Pet Food Nutrition Committee as actually a new class of dog food in a superfood for dogs in its own right. So it's actually created. And then Brad Kreiser here in America came to us and said, you know what, you need to be in America. And then Philip's pet came to us and said, we don't just want to be a logistics provider, we want to take America needs Rockster food. 
And what you don't know is that that dog, who's also in his story, he's just entered his third decade. And his son, Rockster Jr., who's two years old, is making an appearance tomorrow here. Aww. And we will see you over there at the booth. There we go. Yeah. Looking forward to visiting. Notice me, we're not as relentlessly ruthless with our sand this year. We're giving a little bit of time to finish sentences. <laughs> thank uh, you. But, uh, but thank you, and, and I really enjoyed your application as well as, as your, your brief talk. It's a tough format, the three minutes. Uh, we know that, but the idea is that there's going to be times when you're going to run into people uh, who could be pivotal to your business, and we, we're trying to help our barkers to hone that skill. So that's why we're, we're tough on the time. But it's not, not, not mean-spirited, just for the spirit of the event. Was that we want you to get something out of it and really be able to drill down to your key benefits. And uh, not features, benefits. Always remember, features are all over the place. Let's always find those benefits. Right, Phil? Right. I'd like to start with BC because we missed him last time. So uh, I, want, I want BC to have a shot at this one. Absolutely. Um, I love the look of the product. Thank you. Um, and again, thanks to... Um, you guys for providing this form because this is such a huge show I probably would have walked by your booth but now I, I'm definitely interested I have a couple different questions for you try and keep them quick what's the price point of a can so the price point is horrific so it is a very expensive it's the, it is probably the most expensive it will not be the most expensive food in America right. but um, because there are some really insane things which are actually just trying to sell but it's six ninety nine for a can. Retails for six ninety nine for a fourteen ounce can. For a three hundred and forty grams. So what you can also do, and one thing that, that we actually have brought one of our stockists in, in the UK um, from Shoreditch Doghouse, is that you can add it as a topper. So it's yes, it's complete and balanced, but it's also transformational if you add it to kibble. And since so many people feel kibble, and a lot of those people feel guilty about feeding kibble, that you can actually use it as a topper to that kibble and get some of the benefits. And my uh, second question. And we have that. super treats, which I was about that, to eat. That was my other. I noticed yep. there's something else. So you do want to try one? Sure. I'll try anything. Cool. <laughs> All right. And I'll quarter. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we've already eaten done treats together. I think. By the way, we have absolutely we no have liability insurance <laughs> coverage. So. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Anthony. You're on your own. Anything. So what you don't know is we're we're dog treat partners. We we've, do this yeah. all the time. This is now we'll, this will now be our second Aww. time eating a dog treat together at a trade show. Oh, that's funny. And we even itemize oh, what part mm -hmm. of the so that's another thing oh, that's I didn't get a chance to talk about mm -hmm. is I believe yeah. that having been lied to as a pet owner and something's natural I believe in making the food which we didn't originally make for other dogs if we're going to do that and we're going to turn our lives upside down and now make this our lives is that pet parents have an absolute right to know what they're feeding their dogs so on every single rockster product there is percentages on the back they will add up to a hundred percent even down to which part of the animal we're using i'm glad you brought that up because when i looked and at I your packet i was fascinated that you were actually giving your percentages and some might say that you're opening the door to a competitor to replicate your product rather easily but that's uh, the greatest form of that? flattery i hope i really hope that whether you become a rockstar customer or not, 
the two lessons that the Rockstar story will, will leave on the planet is one, sometimes a spontaneous act of unselfishness and passion and love can rock the world and change your life and change the world, but also that I really hope that the pet industry will follow suit. And those that don't will be for a reason. Mm-hmm. Why aren't they declaring 100% of their ingredients? Why aren't they declaring what part of the animal? Mm-hmm. Phil and Candace, uh, you would like to bring, bring anything on this one? Well, for the f- a first-time presenter, I think you've done a wonderful <laughs> job, actually. Yeah. I really love how much you shared your story. You're clearly passionate about what you're doing. And I love the story of you know um, your dog and and how we would rather go you know find food at the restaurants. No, than, seriously, you know, I, I love that. When we took him to up. France, mm-hmm. literally, he he jumped off over the fence. The kibble was in the bowl, and you know when we found him on the beach, literally begging for food in the smartest restaurant. <laughs> you were, you were giving him food. Yeah, you were giving him food. He literally went to a restaurant. Yeah. He was like, you know, screw this. I'm taking myself for mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, it. It's very European. <laughs> it is very European, yeah. I also really love um, the transparency in the ingredients, too. I know that retailers and consumers are really um, leaning towards transparency for manufacturers. So I think it's so them. important. And, you know, if it's... You know, just as I mean, my kids to now, I feel so, I, I felt so guilty what I found out. I mean, I don't know if you've heard of mad cow disease. Mm-hmm. So do you know where 100% of those mad cows went? They didn't get burnt. They didn't go into landfill because they were considered too toxic. They went to, to specifically dog food. That's no? got to stop. Yeah. And if you're, or you at least have to have the transparency for the consumer to choose. Mm-hmm. And to know, I think that that knowledge and that tra- transparency is is the is the key issue there. Okay. Did you have anything, Phil? I, I have a I have a comment and a question. Absolutely. Um, so the question first is, if I'm feeding my dog properly, mm-hmm. how quickly do I go through a six ninety nine can? It depends on the size and weight of your dog. So if you have a small, mm-hmm. you know, a, a ten kilo dog, for example, would, which is a medium-sized dog, would be on anywhere between three-quarters and a, and a can a day, assuming mm-hmm. you weren't mixing it, if you were feeding it uniquely. Mm-hmm. If you have a five-kilo dog, that can will last you two days. Okay. And so, relative terms, a cappuccino yeah. is roughly between five and six dollars. So then my comment is, I think um, in the same way that you think about baby formula, things like that, they give guidelines for parents. You know, um, so when you're a parent and you're sleep deprived and you don't really remember anything going on, the only thing that registers in your brain is Nestle says to you, or whoever it is, it says, you should be through this can in six days, right? And then you as a parent, you go, I gotta make sure I get through this can, otherwise my kid's not getting enough. Um, to all the comments about how transparent you are, I think one of the kind of tacit selling devices that allows you to promote some of that is the commercialization of, listen, that can, if exactly the way you said it to me, or like small, medium-sized dogs is, you should be through this can in two days or three days. If you're topping up, you should be out in seven days. That so that's what like we said, we to be able to sell a whole chunk of these. So we've pioneered mm-hmm. yeah. on our website, the first ever to do okay. it. We launched 
three days ago because we had yeah. to launch for a US site yeah. because you've got a whole load of weird regulations <laughs> in this country. <laughs> so we have done exactly that. We okay. have done not only by the food, but by the recipe. Okay. So by yeah. per recipe, if it's you're brilliant. feeding it uniquely, yeah. depending on the weight, activity level of your dog, I mean, yeah. there's so many algorithms that you have to figure yeah. out and, you know, babies are easy. <laughs> But dogs, yeah. all shapes of yeah. sizes and all yeah. kind of exercise. Yeah. So, um, and also if you're mixing it. So you can put down whether you're yeah. mixing it with raw, dry, home-cooked, the calorie from that and then more calories yeah. in the amount you would have to yeah. add in of Rockster okay. on the proportion. Amazing. Yeah, brilliant. So yeah. Yeah, that was like a... <laughs> Amanda has one quick comment. I just wanted to say thank you so much. And we know and feel, I know and feel that you will rock. And thank you, Rockster, for coming to find you because I, I think you, you're you onto something very huge. And thank, thank you. you. Thank, well, thank you so much. And please, everyone is so welcome at 3 o'clock. It's, I think, the first time the CEO of Phillips has Tomorrow. done this. Tomorrow. He's giving a press conference for why they've brought in Rockster to America. And Rockster Jr. is going to basically rock global tomorrow the Aww. son of the street dog That's so great. we'll be there with barks on <laughs> thank you